0: Welcome to the Gaming Coop, the best space to talk about games that will likely be delayed. Let's introduce today's players. Player one, you see the hat? I am Mrs. Nesbitt. It's Anthony. Hello. Player two has a one-way ticket to the hot cheese steak in Toronto. It's Chris. Player three will build you the perfect house in The Sims. It's Kelsey.
1: <laughs>
0: Player four, Honestly. a haiku, a late summer's day sweaty salty stinky wet man i love hot dogs it's 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 mad <laughs> <laughs> and okay. player 5 just, player 5 just arrived from the airport. He's on his way to a business meeting. He sees a taxi and runs over to it, but it's occupied by two people who are arguing with each other. He knocks on the window, and they finally get out of the car, but when they get out, they start fighting again, and then they both get back into the car together to continue their argument. He has no choice but to wait for another taxi, which arrives soon after. It's Walsh! Yay! Wow. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot going on there. Um. All right. Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of The Gaming Coop. We are going to be talking about future games that we are looking forward to, but beyond that, beyond what that what we're doing here, uh, we also uh, we are also going to be doing something a little bit different in terms of we are currently live on twitch.tv slash Team Chaos Productions and for a very special reason. And Kelsey, I want you to take it away.
1: Sure. So, we're doing something a little different tonight friends, considering recent events in the human rights sphere, Team Chaos Productions and your Feathered Friends here at The Gaming Coop would like to remind everyone that we believe in everyone's right to bodily autonomy and supported funded access to life-saving medical procedures. That includes abortion, uh, regardless of any sort of moral measurement of why. We are only concerned at the human level of when and how, and in our opinion, that means always and federally protected as a basic human right. The Supreme Court's decision to end Roe v. Wade on Friday, June 25th, was the latest, oh, I'm sorry, Friday, June 24th, was the latest in a string of government failures to represent and protect the people of this nation. We are coming to the table tonight with broken hearts and sorrowful rage over the state of our government, but in an attempt to do something, we are asking all of our viewers tonight in our first Gaming Coop live event to consider checking with their local advocacy chapters to support boots-on-the-ground efforts to protest and rally behind this incredibly important issue. Um, It is not simply just... uh, you know there's a lot of people who are rallying around right now as if this is the first cause to start getting very upset about but this is a continuation of black lives matter trans lives matter this is this is a human rights violation and it is something that is so intrinsically important if you believe in any um any protections and support and championing for for any marginalized communities so um please please do what you can by watching tonight and donating you'll be supporting act blues various supported charities and doing just that we love you all thank you for listening and let's do whatever we can to try and forge a better tomorrow
0: yeah thank you so much kels and uh, I do want to shout out here uh, that we are we, obviously we, we encourage anyone to donate to any abortion funds. If you have one in particular that you want to donate to or if you can donate to them on mass, that would be great. We currently in the description below, uh, if you are listening to this after the fact, you're going to see a link to an ActBlue uh, donation link. That will be uh, that has a total of 35 different uh, groups that includes abortion funds and just general support networks that. Uh, it, that ultimately helped people get the uh, medical uh, medical uh, help that they need um, and that they deserve. Um, and uh, among, the, among the various different organizations that are being donated to here are the Texas Equal Access Fund, the Yellowhammer Fund in Alabama, the Women's Medical Fund in Pennsylvania, the Reclaim Michigan Wind Fund in Michigan, the Women's Medical Fund in Wisconsin, the Women Have Options in Ohio, the Brawler Women's Emergency Fund in Florida, and, and various others in all the states that are going to be really vulnerable to this ruling um yeah i i echo everything that kelsey said and ultimately i i think that it is it stings it really hurts uh but i ultimately we're going to have to just keep putting one foot in front of another and keep on fighting and i think for me this is for all of us i'm sure like this is at least one way that we can give back is to kind of do this and hopefully just put the word out about how important it is to donate, and also just speak out for women's rights and for rights for everyone. Ultimately, this is not just women's rights. Um, And uh, yeah, if you are currently watching live on twitch.tv slash Team Chaos Productions, you can uh, type into the chat the exclamation point donate, which is up on the screen. Uh, uh, You'll see that Nightbot link uh, will link to the all the uh, organizations that that donation link that I was talking about uh, will be there for you and uh, if you want may, maybe if you are watching and you end up donating uh, if you have a receipt uh, that you would like to send to us you could tweet at us at the and Coop. I'll keep my tweet tweet deck open um, and send it to us and maybe you'll get shout out on the show um, as we are recording it um, and uh, yeah the it, the future definitely feels really bleak right now, but there's I I I'm just gonna right now choose to think that there will be some kind of light to to you know look forward to whether it is you know hopefully that we get back to a point where Roe v Wade and is is back intact in some capacity in the future or even just you know I don't know just it, it, I'm, ho- I'm I, I I guess you just have to hope that there's gonna be something in the future that uh, things that things like this could be turned around but obviously we have a long fight ahead um and speaking of just you know keeping keeping it light and, and hoping that uh that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, there's also a lot of small things that we can hold on to um in that regard and that is through uh talking about things that we love and that's what we're going to do here tonight uh, and... uh
2: if i if i also may
0: oh absolutely uh...
2: I was gonna wait a little bit, but since we're here, and this is a surprise to the rest of you as well, but if you share a receipt or a screenshot of your domain, your donation, your donation of your donation of any amount, and uh, you know, tag us or even tag me specifically, uh, I will DM you, and we will work together with really you having the power, me just maybe being the final veto of uh, what kind of middle segment I might torture these individuals with in the future Oh so God! i want to give you the power to do that okay so send your send your receipt to us of any amount and uh, uh i will work with you and uh you will be my boss and uh you can help me torture <laughs> all of these wonderful people
0: uh i you know what i'm down i'm into it let's do it i, I i'm excited and, and yeah so I'll, I'll keep my notifications open and uh if, if you if you end up showing up in the next few it'll probably be a two-hour recording overall but um if at all you guys show up during that time we'll be down to uh talk uh we'll be we'll be down to shout you out uh ed walsh will take care of the rest there um mm-hmm. but yeah and
2: anytime of course you know if you're listening to this pre-recorded uh, send it my way anyway. Um, that's true too. I'm gonna have this going on for a while. I don't think I'm gonna put a limit on when this little deal of mine will end. So
0: no, ahead. that's fair. I, he, can I, always, he can always
3: he could always use ideas to torture us.
0: One hundred percent. And I and I also and I also will be keeping the donation link. Um, uh, I'll be also writing a donation, uh, putting the donation link in the description of all future podcasts, including Virtual Ballboys, um, as well, um, just kind of keeping the word out, like, hey, fucking shit sucks. Let's do something about it. I've already donated.
1: whoa language.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind I'm kind of at that point. Chris, at this did point. you <laughs> just say
3: shit do be sucks?
0: Sucks? It's yeah, the shit sucks. Whoa, whoa! i I'm, I'm not, I'm not holding back on that um uh but yeah i'll, I'll put the link in, in for all of our future podcasts and, we went uh, from
1: the donating. innocence of how much go cubs loves hot dogs to this
0: yes so quickly uh, well it, well that, that that was kind of the plan
1: unfortunately yeah. <laughs> no I know, I know
0: going going in but hey look i no i i'm i'm excited to be here i'm excited to have a good podcast but i wanted to get all the serious stuff out of the way i, I wanted to i wanted to you know again i i don't i don't want to sit by and just want to feel like i want to vomit you know i want i want to sit by i want to sit and also like fight back yeah uh i'm very bad with words today and it's also and just in general this has been a really very strange and terrible time and so it's just it's just it's just hard to talk about these things but i'm I'm hopeful that we could do good while we talk about video games um all right it's also just been a hell of like uh i don't i you know what before we even get
2: into it uh, yes. The last, like, day or two have been fucking crazy. I know I mm-hmm. ranted to you guys about, uh, it is true, LA drivers are terrible, but, like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, such a long fucking day, news in the morning, everything that happened, and then I got out of the shower at night, and I uh, electrocuted myself. Oh, <laughs> no my God.
3: Way. <laughs> How and why? Oh, my God.
2: Uh, I, I was uh, plugging something in uh, after getting out of the shower and uh yeah I, I got i got a little shock <laughs> oh, oh my god, god it wasn't man like you know well, like a little spark you feel it was like i was like oh my hand is tingling
0: okay my friend you need to be watched <laughs> 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 I, I i i i feel very bad for your the last 24 hours for you um but yeah did you smell
1: is... did you end up smelling like you were a little on like a little barbecue spigot? did, did you no. smell like pork or anything did you,
3: did you toast a bit
2: uh, no, thank God. But okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's good. That's good. It
2: was funny. Right. I was like, oh. I was googling. I was like, what do I do after being electrocuted? <laughs> uh, this and that, but no, I'm I'm very lucky. Uh, yeah. And I wanted to share that story uh, real quick on recording just to get your guys' reactions.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's that was. I actually had my hands, like, over my eyes and pulling my eyes down just now, as you said that. I was extremely like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, no. Um, But, yes. Uh, Let's let's turn to the topic at hand, which is uh, not nearly as important as everything else that we just talked about. But... Uh, Look, this month, despite all the terrible shit that's happening in the world, in terms of appreciating the little things, we did have a bunch of gaming announcements that happened this past June, um, and we uh, obviously it wasn't as great because E3 is ceasing to exist, but... Uh, there, there's still a lot of games that we're looking forward to, and whether it's a game that was announced during this month or a game in general that we're looking forward to, we're going to come to the table and talk about it. And we're going to do it a little bit different than our other episodes, and if you remember the episode last year, you'll remember how we did it then, where we're going to just do a little roundtable where we, we'll take turns talking about one game um, that we're interested in, and we'll do that three times, and then we'll save honorable mentions for the end. So, all that said, Anthony. Yes, you're going to be first up here. Oh. What what is your most <laughs> or what is one of the games you are most anticipating right now?
4: Thank you. Yeah, it's tough to pin just one or like in a specific order. Right. But I think what I want to kick us off with is Starfield. Um Starfield is of course the next Bethesda game made by a uh, compulsive liar Tom Howard. Tom Howard. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> wait, guys. Yeah, it's okay we'll power through. We're gonna power through it We're all on we're all this together
4: Todd Howard um, But, you know, I was really skeptical of it Because I was like, oh, you know They have nothing to show for it It's it's still coming out this year It's gonna be bad But then they kind of surprised me by not only delaying it But also giving us a pretty meaty gameplay trailer Which I appreciated Um, And for the most part, it looks like No Man's Sky, but make a triple-A. Which I'm on board with, by the way. Because I really like No Man's Sky, but there's not... There's something about the formula that doesn't keep me playing it. You know? I enjoy having my rocket ship. I enjoy exploring the galaxy. I enjoy talking with NPCs a little bit because there's not really a point to it. But... You know, I really love the Fallout series. I love Skyrim. So taking that and combining it with No Man's Sky is... It's not going to be a bug-free experience. I can put money on that right now.
0: 100%. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, and I think that a lot of the things that they've promised, like thousands of worlds that you can fully explore, I think a lot of people know going into it that it's not like... Each world is going to be a 50-hour experience where you enjoy it the whole time, right? It's going to be like procedural generation and whatnot. But I think that from what they've showed, it's enough to get excited about it. And I actually just started replaying Fallout 4 the past few weeks, and I'm really enjoying it. You know, Bethesda really has a great way of giving players choices, of creating interesting areas to explore... You know, they create these really cool little stories in each of the locations. If I have something that I really hope for Starfield, it's that the scale does not compromise on the quality of each individual experience. Because what that really is where the magic of Bethesda games is, you know. It's all the literal, little memorable experiences you make through the main quest journey.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I, um, yeah, my, my, my first Bethesda RPG was Skyrim this year. Um, having played through that, um, and really enjoying a lot of the side quests, uh, it did get me excited to check out what Starfield, um, is going to be. Uh, I, I was looking forward for it to come out this year. Obviously that's no longer the case, but I, I'm more than happy for them to kind of improve on it and see what happens. I, 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 there's not like a lot that I'm looking forward to in it, like in terms of like what I'm super excited about. I think that I'm just there for the experience. My hope is I can use uh the uh tilda to turn on God mode and then just like fuck around in space. Like that's just really that's really all I care about and then I'm hoping that I, I, I think that there's a lot of, there's been a lot of discourse about how there's going to be thousands of planets and you know how how much content are they gonna be able to fit on on those planets and will they be able to keep all of them interesting and the likely answer is probably not but I don't think that's gonna matter if the what the core game uh, ends up being and and if there's some pretty solid side quests over all, all around like I don't think it's gonna matter if one planet ends up being, a dud amongst the thousands um um i'm yeah i'm looking forward to it i i think why why i was really uh i i, I don't think i was really caring about too much but now the more we kind of get away from it the more i'm like oh that's going to be fun i think it's going to be the ship cons- cu- customization Yep. uh that that's like the how it, it's going to be like the you could design it and shape it any which way you you want like i think that's going to be really really cool i hope I, I I don't know. It, it, something tells me that it's going to be like limited to the amount of resources that you have, or at least that's why I'm worried about. I hope that is that is not the case. Uh, but we will we'll we'll see. Uh, anyone else looking forward to Starfield in any way?
1: I am looking forward to it. However, I'm like, I've been, I've been so let down by gaming people that I've really loved and trusted for previous series that have just completely fucking failed. That I'm mm-hmm. like always a little bit like, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, but I don't want to get my hopes up because I'm afraid that right. they're gonna blow it. Um mm-hmm. and while I am like very much looking forward to seeing what Starfield has to offer, I am uh notoriously, as I've said before, on the coupe, extremely picky and mm-hmm. a pain in the ass. Um <laughs> don't don't agree with that one. Don't agree with that one. Um just kidding but so like i'm i'm not sure mm-hmm. if like i'm hoping like i love the mass effect series so much that like anything else space related i will compare to that just because mm-hmm. i'm annoying and so i don't know like i am looking forward to it but i have some trepidations i'm not yeah. i'm a little bit concerned at how they're really gonna how slash if they're really gonna pull it off and i really want elder scrolls uh, six so
0: yeah um no, i really I, want
1: absolutely. them to just push this out so then just go to that <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I, t- I I think that's totally valid. We'll see. I I, 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 I think it's it's gonna, It's ambitious first as fuck. So we'll see if they can pull it off. Um, ambitious
1: AF. Also, ambitious. when you said that you played your first um, Bethesda RPG this year with Skyrim, in my head I went, "Welcome to the family, son."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I I, mean, I, I definitely want to like try Fallout at some point
0: too. But I, I feel like I feel like Skyrim. Um, I I don't know. Like I I I think that. I, with Fallout, I'm, I guess the only my only trepidation with that is the gore. Because <laughs> I feel like Skyrim is not nearly as gory as, as uh, Fallout could be. But, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Uh, if there's no one else that wants to speak on Starfield, we will move on to me. My first game. And I'm <laughs> going to talk about a little game called... I believe this is a correct pronunciation because I've heard people pronounce it many a way shim skim shim I'm gonna say it's shim because that does make sense anyways um the so, uh, anyone who was watching uh a bunch of showcases like I like my obsessed ass does um I I have seen shim show up a few times once at day of the devs and another time at the wholesome direct. Um and shim, if you do not know, is uh basically a platforming game uh where you are jumping between um shadows um and you 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 yourself are a little shadow creature and you're on the hunt for the human being that you are the shadow of um and so you, and you're and you don't you can't survive in a non- shadow so you are basically just jumping between different um. Uh, shadows that are being projected by objects that are around you like lampposts or uh, like bicycles and 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 cars and things like that like you have you have a lot of different shadows in this environment and it's super like it, it what what the trailers have shown it's like super stylized uh, where like everything is like one color and then you have like the shadows that stand out. Um, and it's super detailed. It's it looks so much fun. Um, it was, I think, a lot of people uh, raved about it uh, from like the little bit of time that they had to preview the game uh, during Summer Game Fest. Um, and it's just it, it it's one of those uh, like it, it's it's perfectly tailored made for me, who generally loves games that are super chill that are. Uh, that are just fun that that feel good mechanically, um, and also tell a very wholesome story. And I don't, I don't know if what's what's a more wholesome story than a shadow trying to find its long lost human. I don't know. There's just something about it that's really sentimental. And 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 they they are they do talk about the developers talk about that they were inspired by like being a child and and making up rules. Um, and you know we're, we're like like when playing as children where you only try to go to the shadows in your backyard. Um, and that's kinda like the inspiration for this game. Um and I just I just think it looks neat. I, I it is easily my most anticipated game at this point. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. It does not have a release date which Is a slight bummer, but you know what? I'm just I'm hopeful that you know that they're that they are uh, making good progress on it, and whenever it's ready, it's ready. I'm excited to try it out. Anyone else uh, take a look at uh, Shim and uh, might might be interested in it?
1: I I just I I would argue that it's skim.
0: Is it? Is, do you think it's skim? I, I feel don't... like it's
1: skim only because the S C H traditionally has a ska sound to it. Yeah. Um, and to me, it has to do with with the shadows are almost acting like puddles with the dynamic. So I think of like skimming a puddle or skimming the water. Mm. So mm. that is my that it would be my argument. Um, I have literally nothing else to contribute other than it looks very good, and I'm looking. I'm excited to hear how it how it pans out because I think that it's. I champion new novel ideas and yes. and and i'm so fucking tired of all of the games that come out that are literally just carbon copies of what came before with maybe slight texture adjustments like i'm so over it so i completely applaud and want to support fully any developers who are coming out with games that are like genuinely new and novel yeah so kudos Definitely. to them
0: yeah yeah uh, anyone else? Uh, anyone else have anything to say about sh- about skim or shim, whatever the fuck?
4: Looks adorable.
0: Mm. Really does. Yeah, I it, I just I just want like they 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 when they were demoing it, um, they they were actually talking about how you you do tasks where you actually help some shadows that are just kind of like hanging out. You're helping them find their objects as well and so it's like a, also a little quest game as well along with just being a platformer and it's just it it, it just has everything that i love about games it reminds me so much the, the specifically the the puddle shadow jumping mechanic reminds me a lot of what was in chicory and splatoon where you're in like the you're in like the ink or you're in like the paint and you're jumping from paint from uh, ink, yeah. ink to ink or paint to paint like that both of those games have those elements uh, of it um and i i just i cannot wait to play this game um okay kelsey you're next up another game from day of the devs
1: i'm next up this is from day of the devs this wasn't on wholesome or was it also unwholesome I I think
0: it, might it probably have been was yeah, yeah okay. it's probably
1: both yeah so anyway anyway we're talking about Baron Breakfast so I was immediately drawn to this game when it was initially announced because um it is it is vibes it is like so many vibes all at once and um really I just am so excited because it feels to me like it's going to be my fall comfort game like traditionally my fall comfort games are. The Animal Crossing and the, um, you know, Stardew Valley. But this just has that kind of dynamic and feel. And I also have to say that I was relishing in all of the developers who were not taking themselves too seriously at all with their announcements and their trailers. Like, this was, to me, one of the funniest trailers that was announced and shown around because the bear is so passionate yet so incredibly clumsy as you would expect a wild bear trying to run an inn for humans would be <laughs> like they they do not take it too seriously they lean into the fact that this is quite literally a wild bear who has decided to run a bed and breakfast like it is not we are not taking like an anthropomorphic necessarily like a anthropomorphic like well trained like he this is his next installment of inns he owns a chain across the country like no this is a wild bear running a local inn um and it just i read Resonated with it because it felt like it was me when I'm having one of my hot girl manic DIY moments. Like I just, <laughs> I just resonated so hard with the bear, and it just feels really wholesome. And unfortunately, I failed to write down the name of the developer or publisher um, in my notes. So just gummy real cat. quick,
0: gummy uh, cat w- is
1: it? Is it? Is it gummy cat? Okay, yeah. I had that. I put the wrong bullet underneath the wrong game. So yes, it's gummy cat, and I believe this is their first game. Um,
0: Could
1: be. Uh, I believe that it is. Um, and I love the gummy cat logo too. Like it's very clear that they are not taking themselves too seriously exactly. It is the it is this chubby, gummy fucking little cartoon cat with its showing it showing you its asshole, essentially. And I just <laughs> I love I love. I just love. So I am already anticipating that this is gonna have a very good, lighthearted humor to it. Again, I'm always I'm always biting the inside of my cheek, hoping that these things that are presented are actually going to be pulled off and good. So I'm just going to wait to see what happens. But I have faith that it seems that they are very dedicated to this project and that it's going to end up being um, a fun little comforting dissociative game <laughs> for me to play during the fall. So it uh, just seems really, really wholesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I love the way that this game looks. Uh, it, this is definitely among the many many people who have... Uh, that i follow are also looking forward to it for those who especially those who just love like a good maybe story driven simulation game i don't know how story driven is going to be but uh it just looks it just looks like it's going to be a real good time remember, it's funny cuz this game and then lumberjack Jack uh, were yep. kind of shown side by side I think at one point uh, and I was very confused at first I thought they were the same game they are not they're they're also stylistically different and their gameplay is completely different but um they're both bears so you can't blame me um but the yeah no I I, I, this is gonna be a this is gonna be I'm I'm really hopeful that this ends up becoming like the next like super wholesome fun simulation game that people could get into um because it, it does seem super duper charming Looks cute. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, by and also I should I should note that uh, the skim developer's name was uh, Edwin van der Werf, um, and I believe he is working with another individual. I do not know if they have a team name. I forgot to mention that earlier. I apologize apologies to those uh, <laughs> those developers for not crediting them.
1: I apologies. <laughs> I apologies.
0: Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, and I, I love that it's on the Switch. I, lo- I like, I, I think that for indie games, I feel like the Switch is such a good platform for them because it's, it's a very, it's, it's a very accessible platform compared to everything else. Like even PC, it's, it's, it, 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 PC is great to have, but like I think for some people, it's hard to run games on their PC. Um, having the switch with indie games, and not to say it runs well on the Switch necessarily, but um, it, it definitely is like a, a great place for them because I think a lot of people own a Switch, and it, it's an easy place for, to have games for. So,
1: well, and um, I personally like when I talk about my cozy fall game. That that is. Strictly for the games at which I can put on my little fire scented candle and my little fake fucking fireplace <laughs> and wrap myself in my little cozy and put myself in my little corner where I look like a fucking hamster that I just tucked right. myself in and I can play my game like that is yeah. that is what we're talking about
0: <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. uh, okay next up is Matt what is your what what of your most tips to play the games.
3: All right, so I'm going to talk about that shooty space game that was shown off at Summer Games Fest because they showed uh, they they showed uh, off that game like a lot and like a bunch of trailers for that one game. <laughs> so it must it must be good? No, I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually talking about um, I'm going to be talking about uh, Scarlet and Violet Pokemon Scarlet and Violet um, developed by Game Freak, of course. Um, when the announcement trailer came out earlier this year, I almost thought. I was almost not disappointed, but I, but surprised because I was because I was thinking, "Wow, this seems early for another Pokemon game." But no, they seem to be on a three-year generation cycle, which is hopefully sustainable. Yeah, I worry about that a little bit, but at this point, Pokemon is a is a money printing machine uh, that the Pokemon Company International is going to keep milking for whatever it's worth, um, <laughs> which. I get it. Um, so I've kind of like... I've I've moved away from like expecting every Pokemon game to be amazing. Because they're not going to be masterpieces of games anymore. Which is the sad part. But for the most part, they're still pretty damn fun to play. And I think that Scarlet and Violet um, is going to take what, uh, a lot of what they were able to learn from Legends Arceus. And put it into a more standard Pokemon game. I think that the... Uh, the environments, the new Pokemon so far for Scarlet and Violet look amazing. I love the way the legendaries look. I love the fact that there's going to be such uh, distinct version differences in the legendaries and the professors. Uh, the starters uh, look look a ton of fun. Coco is just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I do not like, and I will I will bitch and moan about this, is the fucking uh, player character designs. They look like porcelain doll like <laughs> baby faces i hate them i hate them so much um but it is going to be it it is going to be interesting to see how they do a a very non-linear pokemon game because it's most pokemon games are you go and you do things in this specific order and then you get to the end and you win and this seems to be a little bit more uh, a little bit more spread out so I'm really really excited to see what they uh, what they do with it. Uh, I will I will probably be getting both, but I'm gonna do. Uh, uh, Scarlet is gonna be my my main version, and holy shit, the Scarlet Legendary looks cool.
0: Yeah, I I am a new Pokemon fan, I guess you could say. Welcome to the uh, family, son. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it. a lot of a lot of welcoming. i I I it's new franchises. Um, yeah, Pokemon Lunches RCs was. Fucking phenomenal um I mean obviously it had its flaws and I'm not I'm not not gonna sit here and say it's a perfect game by any means um and I think one thing I definitely tell is a big difference with Scarlet and Violet here is that my god the the world looks like it has so much more personality already which is what maybe was my biggest complaint with with Arceus um but I I really I, I want to try it. I I am not I'm not the biggest turn-based combat guy. I feel like it's it, I I I tend to get tired on those games very quickly. Um but I want to try my best to go through it and I think that if if the co-op is going to work the way it, they make it sound like it's going to work, which I especially after what happened with Mario Strikers, I I'm, I'm very I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared about that, but um you know, I am I'm, I'm hopeful. I I I also probably will get Pokemon Scarlet. Um, I yeah, I, I just want this to be a, I, I want this to be a, a my first introduction into like what a normal Pokemon usually is. Um, obviously it won't be a normal one because it is nonlinear. But I I I like the idea of being able to explore and kind of take on whatever. Gyms I want to do in order. Very, I, which I know is very like Breath of the Wild esque, because you can go in any direction, fight whatever bosses that you want to in order as well. Yeah. Um, so, I will. I probably should play Breath of the Wild before I play anything other, any other open world. Oh, games maybe. Not, at this I don't point, know. Possible.
1: Well, you know,
3: because every open, every, every open world game now has the the shot with them on the hill. Right. right
0: exactly. <laughs> have we? I don't, have, I don't think we've gotten that yet. Surprisingly, in the Pokemon, I don't think so. In the Pokemon. Uh, uh, the, the trailers yeah. No, we got we got it, it, we got it in Arceus though. Oh, having having R- for Arceus, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now I'm excited. <laughs> Anyone else looking forward to the next Pokemon?
2: Always looking forward for more Pokemon, more cute little designs, and just more little friends
0: to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm I'm definitely picking for a Coco first. That's my that's my hell boy. yeah. That's my boy. Um, all right, and now. Walsh, your first game that you are looking forward to. <clears throat>
2: I'm going to keep this as brief as I can without <laughs> going too far off because I made an entire fucking podcast for my fucking interest in the show. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting a, a, a game called uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. It's actually a remaster of the game JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. Uh, big things of course I'm assuming people listening to this it's not like you are like oh I know JoJo so I'll go listen to the JoJo podcast no you know video games so you came to listen to the video game podcast um jojo's bizarre adventure is of course an anime with a lot of uh, manga as well and those manga are split up into different parts with different protagonists and they, uh each part well and they have taken uh, a lot of the characters of course and put them into the game they've added 10 new playable characters i think over that actually um Overall, I'm just extremely excited because not only did the original come out in 2013, and it was only on the PS3, strangely enough, uh, not only have they made it far more accessible, but they have also just you know completely add, changed up the roster, uh, enhanced the actual controls, uh, and without getting too much into detail, it just looks cool. At the time, only one season of the anime was out, so since then, and since it's picked up so much more, they've changed uh, a few different characters' visuals, and they've changed uh, characters' voices to match how they look in the anime, which I don't think was really necessary, especially the colors, especially when the characters and things really don't have a necessarily canon color or style. Um... But otherwise, yeah, it looks just really fucking cool. Whether you like JoJo or you like fighting games, I think that it's definitely something worth checking out. A little worried about maybe how the online is gonna be, but mm. otherwise, as a uh, as a JoJo fan, I'm very excited.
0: Do you, was this like was this like a big fighting game when it was first like first came out, or is it more like this is like more like under the radar? Maybe it was just around JoJo fans that was like it was like a big deal.
2: I think it was more around like JoJo fans. I think it picked up more. Uh, you know attention than uh, some of the other fighting games even from before that where they've made like some other JoJo fighting games before that after this there was a game called Eyes of Heaven that got a lot of attention there was a story mode that was trying to connect all the different parts and and things Mm. and while All-Star Battle I don't think really had much of a story I think it was like text on the screen and then you just fight people Okay. Um, I know Eyes of Heaven uh, had its own story where they tried to get the creator involved, and then it created it created even more questions within the universe of JoJo than answers. And people were like, what about this? Almost kind of trying to cite the video game campaign as like a canon lore. I don't even... <laughs> uh, I I I know a lot of what happens in it, despite not even playing the game, because I I have sure. studied up my on my discussions. Yeah. But. Otherwise, it's really cool to see this game come back and get a remaster that it deserves and seeing a lot of characters come in. There have definitely been some characters, uh, and now this is a little bit more for the JoJo fans of you know, some of the characters have been announced uh, since you know trailers have been dropping. Some as of now have not been. Like for example, we'll have returning some characters like Speedwagon or we get Pet Shop. Uh, there have been characters that I'm very surprised to see, like Mariah, considering that her ability is very much you know, just kind of placing her stand down and then people interacting with it. So to see her in a fighting game, it's very interesting. Of course, we know Prosciutto and we know Trish are going to be in the game, which is both really exciting, especially since I don't think Prosciutto was in Eyes of Heaven. So it seems like they're taking some inspiration from Eyes of Heaven. It seems like they are adding in things. I'm really hoping for more characters from Part 8, because right now we really just have the protagonist Josuke, and okay. uh, in Eyes of Heaven there was only Josuke and then another character, uh, Joshua. Uh, and uh, even since then, because the Part Eight you know had been ongoing for so long, and uh, it wrapped up last year, I'm hoping that not only are they going to add a lot more moves, or you know still balanced, but add more style to Josuke's character now that we have seen him do a lot more but add in a lot more characters as well as now the main villain of part 8 but we will uh, we'll see how they implement that considering how strange and bizarre it is otherwise that's that's really it my predictions if i really had to i think that they're going to we're going to see a little bit more part 8 representation that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping foo fighters is in there uh, not the band, the uh, the waifu of course. Oh, I thought I thought
1: waifu was actually
0: the band. <laughs> no, there's a, there's an
2: actual character named Foo Fighters.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Oh uh, uh, well, that, that that does make sense given like what's the the main like tr- trope of the show is that everyone's named after a Yeah, this band. is
2: and and that it's funny. Part six is a bunch. I'm taking over now. Uh, it's funny. Part six it's is okay. a bunch of characters who maybe have amnesia so they don't remember their name or maybe they didn't have an identity and they were strangely a stand first kind of mm-hmm. which is Foo Fighters uh, place so you have Foo Fighters with her stand Foo Fighters and then you have Weather Report uh, who can't remember his name with his stand Weather Report uh, mm. and yeah you just have characters like that and it's like ah oh, son uh what are you doing? I'm just putting up a Foo, Fight- Foo Fighters poster. Ah, oh, I remember Foo <laughs> Fighters. And it's just this fucking green lady. <laughs> but yeah. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. They did put out an early access thing where they put Ooh. out only four characters. It looks like they have added new things where you can uh, summon and assist to break combos. Uh, but. Some assists you get three slots to use, some you get two. Very weird. I'm very curious to see how they'll balance it. I'm not a big uh, fighting person, so I can't be like, oh, you know, to break combos is such a big deal. How could they, like, add that? And then, you know, uh, each combo break summon does a different thing. And then on top of that, not everybody... Everybody's, and within the world of JoJo, to try to adapt that, where not only do you have stands, which every stand mostly does very different things, but then on top of that, not every character uses stands. There are some who use uh, the Ripple, which like uses like the Sunny D-style energy of the sun. You have people with vampiric abilities. You have people who like um, bring in goons as well. Uh, so we'll see how it goes, and we'll see yeah. what happens, but...
0: Um, yeah I, I i'm excited for you that's it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun to kind of like get to re-experience that game uh and hopefully they they do a good job in terms of porting it over and or not even porting it, just completely remaking it from the top down um it's uh it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun um anyone else have thoughts on uh jojo battle uh wait one <laughs> the fucking jo- Jojo bizarre's adventures all-star battle are. <laughs> there's a lot of words
4: <laughs> yeah i was just looking into it and the product page had this image of like frogs falling from the sky like an overwhelming uh-huh. amount of frogs mm-hmm. and apparently that's weather reports power okay okay
2: <laughs> uh this so, is not
1: the JoJo podcast. <laughs> I know, I know,
2: which is why I'm trying to not get too much into it. If you guys want to hear uh, all of these delicious people be very confused about JoJo, you should go over there. And, I, and yes. I, there will be more episodes soon. If delicious. you are listening to this, uh, <laughs> if you are listening to this in a uh, in not chronological order and more of a you know uh, binging thing. Uh, there was a, there's a long break after episode six of the Overheaven podcast, and that is when this is taking place. So in, cause right now it is out in the batch that Netflix has released and weather reports ability. And without even getting into too big of spoilers, because things even ramp up further. Uh, but he is, he is a fucking ridiculous ability. Uh, weather reports ability is that he can mimic, uh, and create any weather phenomenon, that has ever happened in history. Uh, he can uh, just fuck around with weather, uh, and there are phenomenon Cloudy
0: where the chance of meatballs.
2: No, <laughs> 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 that there are phenomenon where, let's say, a large storm will pick up a large group of uh, frogs or other small creatures, and then those they'll get picked up by the wind and then get dropped off. Completely somewhere else. Um, I was laughing
0: because the image that was posted in our private chat was just a zoomed in photo of one of the frogs (laughs) that was raining down, and it's just killing me right now. Oh yeah.
2: So uh, to support one of the characters and to just create fucking absolute chaos uh, over the prison, uh, weather report brings in uh, a fucking rainstorm of toxic like jungle frogs. That. And because they're hitting the ground and, like, splattering, they, they're, they like, extremely, like, toxic to the touch. And then the God. characters are having to, like, fight and interact, like, and do shit around that.
0: Wow. All right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Well. Uh,
2: But his shit gets even more busted before that. Right before that, they're fighting a character who creates a vacuum within space, so he uses his weather abilities to create... Like space-like suits of oxygen to be able to breathe, he... Yeah. Don't worry. It's all over the place. <laughs> so and he, just, his, 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 his powers are very busted. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I think Weather Report is going to be in the game, too. I'm hoping he's in uh, JoJo All-Star Battle. R. I don't remember if he was um, confirmed or if people were just hoping for him. But I'm yeah. hoping for him, too. I'm hoping for a lot more later part like... Uh, Later parts representation, and not just Steel Ball Run, because a lot of people really like Part Seven, but more Part Six with Foo Fighters and Weather Report, and uh, a lot more Part Eight because there are a lot of Part Eight characters, and to have only one or maybe two feels like such a crime.
0: Yeah.
3: Weather Report is a kick-ass band, by the way.
0: <laughs> okay, I I I I'm actually. I I don't know if I've ever I, I probably have heard a song from them I just don't hey, know Have you heard the
3: song Birdland? <sighs> no, I don't think all
0: so. All right, I'll send it to you later. All right, we yeah, gotta yeah, move on. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, all right, so there you go. That's that's our first round. Second round, Anthony. Alright, we're
4: circling back around. So I am really looking forward to the R- Resident Evil Four remake. The RE4 RE make. Um, (laughs) Resident Evil 4 is, I think, the best-selling Resident Evil game of all time. It kind of did really innovative, really interesting things, not only for the series, but for that time period in gaming. And for those of you who don't know, a fun little bit of gaming trivia Devil May Cry was the first attempt at Resident Evil 4. They ended up doing something so different and something so horror-themed that they wanted to take it in kind of its own direction because it had started to branch a little bit too far. But much like this conversation, (laughs) let's get back to (laughs) it. Um, Yeah, I remember playing Resident Evil 4, and it was at times scary at times kind of funny um it really rewards you for exploring and trying things out and there's treasure to be found and you can combine treasure to make more valuable treasure and the game encourages playthroughs after you've already beaten it it has all these fun bonus modes the enemies are really cool um at times, it feels like you're in the thing, you know, with all these tentacles and bladed appendages and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because the Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes were also really good. Um, and I loved those, but I loved Ari for so much more. So I think that they're really going to create something special with it. And it comes out soon. It comes out a lot sooner than I think a lot of people would have expected, um, which is next March. So get excited.
0: Yeah. I, I, I was surprised that the first reveal of this game, because it's been rumored forever, but like, yep. the fact that the first reveal of it was a date. like Actually, they literally led the trailer with the date. I, I was just like, huh. Big okay. power move. That was a power move. It was. <laughs> yeah no this is exciting a lot of people talk about how they really enjoyed the resident evil 2 remake i forget i think it was more mixed for resident evil 3 for what my uh what i remember seeing but yeah um, there's
4: a lot of cut content
0: mm, yeah but i i I, i'm excited for people because i know that there's i know a lot of people hold resident evil 4 in very high regard in terms of it being among the best if not the best uh, of the series, and it's cool. It's really, it's fun to see that they, the, their, their newer takes on the game. Um, it, it's very similar to like a, uh, what like Final Fantasy did with with seven, kind of remaking it, kind of trying a new direction with it in general. I don't know how. I don't know if it's gonna go like completely stray from the original story like like Final Fantasy seven did, but I don't know that that will be interesting to see what they do. Um, anyone else looking forward to Resident Evil, four? Uh, unfortunately, Gabe could not make it for today's uh, episode. I feel like that he would might have some. I I, I think that he said that he hasn't played uh, RE4 or not at least not in his entirety. He has.
3: He has not. He didn't finish RE4. Right. Wasn't it, his his type of game, despite yeah. it being the most prominent one.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> but uh, but I I, I that's I, not
3: I, knock on him. That's just like
1: no. I, yeah. Well, mm. sometimes games games don't clutch onto us, even if they're yeah. all-timers.
0: Um, I also feel like,
1: I... to be fair, just, 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 can somebody clarify for me, this is the one that most recently came out, right?
0: No. Um. Oh, okay. I, yeah, no, Resident Evil 8 Village was the, was the, the recent, like, was the recent entry. Resident Evil 4 is the, what, it came out, like, early 2010s? 2002. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, even earlier than that?
4: Holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, it was PS2 GameCube era holy shit oh yeah gabe
0: would not be into it (laughs) (laughs) uh but no i i definitely think uh i i i definitely would be curious what his opinion is because i know that he probably will end up trying it or at least it sounds like it sounded like he was interested in trying it um but yeah exciting stuff for resident evil fans uh especially with the village dlc also being announced recently that's gonna be very cool um okay next up is me and i'm gonna talk about another crab's treasure uh, this was actually announced in May during the uh, Indie Direct that Nintendo always holds, which to me always ends up being like sometimes better than their actual directs because they 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 have so many great indie games that they kind of end up coming uh, um, bringing to the table um, in the in these shows. But uh, I think a lot of people were really excited about Gunbrella, but the game that I walked away with here was another crab's treasure. In the description to the trailer it reads another crab's treasure is a souls-like adventure set in a crumbling underwater world plagued by a mysterious curse as krill the hermit crab you will need to wear the trash around you as shells to withstand attacks from enemies many times your size embark on an epic treasure hunt to buy back your repossessed shell and discover the dark secrets beyond behind the polluted ocean um I, this is from the people. Uh, this is from Agrocrab. This is from the, that. that is the same developer who made Going Under. One of I. One of, I loved Going Under. I play. I actually finished it after this game was announced. Uh, it, it is such a good game. It's a, it's a very. Uh, it's very easy to. Uh, it's an easy dungeon crawler to kind of get into because I'm not really into that kind of genre. Um, but I I try going under and it was just phenomenal it's super funny and it's it's super accessible um, maybe it, it, I think I think it's I, I don't know like, to me it's it, it is um, it, it's just very very well done in, in terms of how they decide to approach its storytelling and its environments um, but I, I I'm also not a big fan of Souls legs generally or <laughs> I'm very scared and intimidated by that genre in general um, but something like Another Crab's Treasure is exactly the kind of game that, like, aesthetically um, and vibe-wise, that could get me into it, um, because I really, really, really want to try get try to get into those games, and I feel like this is, like, this is, like, the perfect stepping stone for me, knowing how well AgroCrab kind of considers the player, and, um, you know, and what their comfort level is, but also the fact that it's just, like, my, you know, I just I just love anything that is gonna be colorful and cute in any way, um, and I think there's probably gonna be a darker side to this game, but Another Crab's Treasure and Krill, like, it just, like, there's just something about it that just seems very wholesome, even though, like, it's gonna be like a Kirby game where it's gonna feel wholesome at first, and then shit's gonna hit the fucking fan cosmically, um, so, I, I am very, very looking forward to this game. It is coming out in 2023. I cannot wait to experience it. I It is, it is way up there. Again, among my more anticipated ones. Um, anyone have thoughts on another crab's treasure?
4: Looks adorable. I can't wait to play it.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, next up is Kelsey, you're going to talk about routine.
1: I am. So, this was actually the biggest thrill, personally, for this um, past, whatever, No 3, Game Fest, whatever the hell we're calling this whole thing that just happened. So, (laughs) um, the thing is, is that in 2013, I was newly dating this nerd who really liked video games, and I had not really ever paid attention otherwise to games or game announcements or whatever, but we watched the uh summer gaming fest at the time might have been called E three. Um, and they announced this game called Routine and it was a space themed horror game. And I just thought it looked absolutely like so scary and looked very cool that the two of us were like, that is so cool we have to keep an eye out. We have to see if that's gonna come out. Uh, Like a year or so came or went, and all of a sudden we realized, hey, we haven't really heard anything about that game. And we'd look it up, and it was radio silence. And this happened for nearly 10 years. And then every single uh, gaming fucko fest that happens every summer... um, we we yeah, are we're anticip- <laughs> <over> <laughs> we anticipating the tr the, the trailers and one will come up and it'll be like a little robotic, a little evil, a little spacey looking, and we'll be like, Oh my god, is this routine? And every time it was never routine. So cue to us literally just laying laying and watching the the thing and uh uh, uh the trailer comes up and the wait it was like, this this a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds in the trailer, we didn't really say anything, then all of a sudden I went this isn't this looks like routine no and he was like i don't i don't know maybe it looks like routine and then i was like i think it might be routine he's like i don't know it could be routine and then i was like no i don't think it's routine and then and then and like we just went back and forth in the most ridiculous conversation and then all of a sudden like the bass dropped and the word routine came up on the screen and we literally both went ah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and like for those of you who can't see me i just like violently shook back and forth as i screamed because we were so excited we have literally been waiting for this game and we're not alone because when i went looking for the trailers um i think on the most recent trailer from this past month somebody commented they were like literally for the last 8 years i have been pulling up and looking for any announcement of this game every single summer I Google this and I have never gotten a hit and this just came up and I am so excited. So like, we're not the yeah. only ones. Um, but essentially I, in, in preparing for this, I shared both the original trailer that came out in 2013, as well as the one that was just updated and, and announced in 2022. And um, I don't have the exact information on this, but essentially this game is coming from, um, the developer is Lunar Software and the publisher is Raw Fury, and I believe that Lunar Software has always been the developer. The but they they started in with the game around the early 2010s, um, but eventually scrapped the project and started over because they were unhappy with the product and were struggling to make something that they were really proud of and behind. And I just think that that is like major kudos is deserved for any company that is going to risk losing the interest of the people who were excited to ensure that they're putting out a quality game, I think should be honored and more celebrated um, as opposed to people, especially like big AAA companies um, just pushing something out because they need to move on. And then it ends up being something that is very disappointing (laughs) Anthem <clears throat> and we yeah. don't, you know, then it then it's something that we're left with that's just a big heartache. So um between the two trailers, you can see the difference in quality is astounding between the two. And you're also talking about a decade of of upgrades and software limitations that have changed, you know, in a decade as well. But um it's clear that they have kept to what appears to be the original story. Um, you are still in the both trailers. You're walking around with a scanning device, which is called a cosmonaut assistance tool or a CAT. Um, that is the same in both trailers. And it's very evident that you're, a, you are searching through the ruins of what looks like some facility that has um, gone abandoned and has degraded, but you're also being h- tracked or hunted by something that appears to be robotic. So um This was a massive shock to us to see this trailer. We are so excited. Um, And I actually was able to pull up from the website uh, a description because it's not, it's very clear from the trailers that it is a sci-fi horror game but there's not a lot that's made clear beyond that. And so I found a description of the game from the developers and the publisher that I don't think that is spoilery at all. Um, Cause I kind of don't like that. Like when all of a sudden you'll get like a trailer or a description where it gives you a little bit too much and you're like annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, have <laughs> no idea why Walsh just sharing what he shared because I didn't look at what Anthony shared, so it just <laughs> derailed me. Um, but it says, Routine is a first-person sci-fi horror game set inside an abandoned moon base designed around an 80s vision of the future. Players will explore the decrepit station looking for answers about the events that unfolded there. Armed only with a cosmonaut assistance tool, or CAT, to interact with the various computer systems, players must navigate whatever unknown dangers still remain. In Routine, players will need to outwit, and outmaneuver a mysterious threat that lurks inside the decaying lunar complex. Explore the different sections of the station, from abandoned malls to deteriorating living quarters, to piece together the fate of those that once lived there. A minimal UI helps create a more immersive, intense experience as players attempt to run, hide, or defend themselves from any threats that may appear. So immediately from that description, it's giving me, like, Horizon vibes, Mass Effect vibes. Like, there's definitely... A drawing on similar themes from other games that we've had recently but it appears that they're doing it in a way that is a lot and okay the what what wall shown makes sense now um but it, it definitely <laughs> i'm very excited for this um and i also just wanted to shoot to anthony real quick if there's anything that he wanted to immediately add since this was something we were both looking forward to
4: yeah i like a lot of other people just assume that the game was completely abandoned because that unfortunately does happen You know, people announce really, really cool looking games, and then for one reason or another, they can't finish them. And, you know, after a decade, if you haven't heard about an indie game, it's usually safe to assume that it's done. Um, But I can't even tell you how excited I am, how excited Kelsey is, too, to see this. Um, They kind of built this eerie abandoned space station with killer robots wandering around thing before Alien Isolation came out, Yeah, which is really important because if you look at this game, you're like, oh, that's just like Alien Isolation, but they really kind of broke ground with it, even though they didn't end up making it way back when. Um, And what they've shown is just absolutely chilling. Like the trailer... The robots are scarier than pretty much any other game robot I've seen. Um, they didn't have to give it teeth, and I don't know why it has
1: them. and <laughs> and it looks like in like the picture that you shared that you said scary robot from routine, like the absolute. The animation behind that where it's, it looks like it has multiple jaws that unfurl with multiple rows of teeth. Like we're talking about like an ancient Great. megalodon jaw that was attached to a space robot. So like, oh. yeah, it's like, you know, it, normal oh totally normal and totally like (laughs) sends sends sensations through very many parts of my body i'm like oh god what is that so um and like to be fair i am a yeah that's a better picture i am a complete fucking baby about shit like this like we're so i am like i am so excited and this is so cool you bet you bet that i'm gonna like load this game up play 10 minutes of it cry then make Anthony play it in front of me and then probably stay on my phone the whole time so that I don't die. Like, so, like, that is the dynamic that we're <laughs> working towards. But I still That's am fair. just – I am so proud of this company, and I'm so proud to, like, have witnessed – like, I feel like a proud auntie on the sideline. Like, yeah. oh, oh, they're they're doing it. They came back and they're going to – why did you send it twice, Anthony? Okay, <laughs> I wanted go. to send
4: another picture, but it's <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs>
1: um, so, I don't know. Just – I think it's very exciting, and I, I implore anybody, even if you don't think that you're going to be interested in the game, to watch... I put both links in the docs, so to watch the 2013 trailer and then immediately follow it up with the 2020 trailer is incredible to see the difference between what they were first coming out with and then how they still stayed, to, stayed true to themselves, but clearly enhanced and, and created a better product for us to enjoy now. So just think that that's something that should be celebrated
0: yeah oh yeah love it i love when that happens in games it's a good time and
1: you were very excited that because you didn't you've not followed that so you got so excited over the fact that i forget which conference had this but i think it was was, one of the summer
0: game fest it was so it was the the, uh, bridge that was okay kickoff yeah
1: because i feel like we were not like not that the summer game fest was like bad but it wasn't our Favorite conference of all that were announced. Not by, not by Right. So then, when we had the conversation where you're like, "Yeah, nothing really interests me," and then I shared with you like we had this huge excitement over this game. You got so excited. You were like, "Wait a minute."
0: Well, it just it's it, again like I like I said it's it's it, it's a real it's a feel good story when a game that you think is dead comes out of nowhere and it's just like hey guess what like we're here <laughs> hey it's just, well it's especially, especially especially an indie game like it's very hard like it, game development is super fucking hard and difficult and the fact yeah. that they were able to pull it off that's just that, it, that that's a, it's awesome that's I shit I, I, I was I was really really excited for you guys on that front all right Matt your next game
3: all right. I would like to talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Now, I am not a Xenoblade player. The only game in the series that I've actually played is Xenoblade X. Uh, and I've talked about it on the podcast before because, it, holy shit, it has banner music. Yes. One thing about the Xenoblade series is that it has banner music. Another thing about the Xenoblade series, uh, Minus X, with Chronicles, uh, Chronicles 2 and, I assume, 3, is that when you try to explain the plot to someone... You look like you're having you. You sound like you're having a, a, a conniption of some kind,
2: <laughs> because
3: the plots are uh, seem just so incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. But when you are actually like in the moment and experiencing the plots, whether it's through the game or the way that I've experienced Chronicles and uh, Chronicles Two, um, is through a Let's Play. Shout out Chuga Conroy. Um, when you get to the climax, when you get to Really any, like, really big story moment, it all works. Yeah. And it's all really fucking good. It is insane how well the storytelling works, despite Xenoblade Chronicles 2 being full of a bunch of swords that have big boobs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The swords have big boobs?
3: Well, the swords are, like, they have, like the there's the swords themselves the weapons themselves and then like a character who's like the like a spirit who like comes out of the sword or something and a lot of those are well or endowed titty
1: endowed. okay cool yeah endowed.
3: um so xenoblade chronicles 3 uh i'm not necessarily looking to it forward to, to play it i'm not even sure if i will play it or not Sure. um but i'm really looking forward to the fucking music uh, I'm going to share uh, a track that's available on the website right now. This seems to be like the main motif in the game. And what I've been, what I kind of read is that this, uh, this very flute heavy melody, um, it's a, uh, it's a uh, track called, called A Life Sent On. Um, the main characters in this game are, are going to be, it, it, it are, are, uh, are. Um, they, they, they play flutes, and I think they, the, the, the vibe I get is that they kind of play this melody when they're mourning the life of someone, mm. um, and it is really pretty. It's very Japanese, if you're listening to it right now, um, and if this is, like, a main central theme throughout the game, holy shit, it's going to be fucking incredible. Um, I don't know much about the plot beyond the sense that it's going to take place kind of in the in the future compared to one and two and to explain how one and two fit in the same universe takes a complete understanding of both games plots, which I am not prepared to give right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's totally fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, But I think the, the, the the story is going to be incredible. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, And the music is also another thing. Uh, Since I'm talking about the music, I want to shout out the composers, to the uh the, uh i think the two main ones uh Yasunori Mitsuda and Manami Kyoto. um one of those or Manami Kyoto, sorry um one of those two composed um uh the theme song for Morardane from Xenoblade Chronicles uh 2 which is my favorite track from any game. Holy shit, it's so good. Mm. Love the shit out of it. Um, but both of those those are the main composers for uh, Chronicles Three, so I want to just shout them out because yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fucking kill it in the music department, and it's all gonna, All gonna be good, even if the game is as incro- incomprehensible to an outsider as the other two are.
0: <laughs> yeah, people love these games. Uh, it's definitely. Uh... It's definitely going to be very interesting to see what hap I, I they they actually just had the that direct that Xenoblade direct uh this past week. Um yeah, I'm excited to see I'm I i am excited to see how people were receptive to it. Hopefully it's good. I'm I'm hope I'm hopeful for the Xenoblade fans and maybe if it's really good, maybe you, you give it a shot. That that might be that it might it might end up being one of those. I'll
3: just, I'll just wait for Chugga's let's play of it in a that, few years.
0: That's fair. That's also <laughs> fair. That's also valid as well. Um. All right. Now we're going to another uh open world game. Supposedly, Walsh, your next was to anticipated game is Sonic Frontiers.
2: Can you imagine having boobs on your sword? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So in a That's little okay. bit of the same way. Uh. Uh. So I'm. I'm a noob. I feel like I'm the weak link here of the episode because I don't, uh, uh, but in a way where I don't know if I'm really going to play it, uh, I am just looking forward to just the, uh, the reaction and just, just what, what is, what, what will the world be like once Sonic <laughs> Frontiers drops? <laughs> And there are certain things where I, if, if I if I can sit down and play it, I absolutely will. Mm-hmm. I I I strangely I think that like it almost makes it more exciting for me to be able to move it around in like an actual 3D sense sure. instead of just like two and a half D. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this one this one's uh, in honor of Pride Month. This one is for all the real Sonic fans out there because <laughs> uh, we're going to be fighting giant Evangelion monsters mm. for some reason. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's some parts that's like, whoa, this mo- this monster is like a track that you got to run on. That's cool. Or like, oh, you know, you run around this guy and then it shoots his armor off. It's like, that's cool. And then, I, I don't know. I I think that it's... It's a little bit weird. Some of the stuff floating in space almost reminded me of when I would play. Oh God, what was the mode called? But in like, uh, in like the Halo games specifically, I would play a lot of Halo Reach. But you could do uh, a game mode where you could just make your own maps. Mm-hmm. And forge. Uh, when people would yes, Forge, thank you. And when people would make their own maps, we would just leave shit just floating in the fucking air. <laughs> And it, and it just looks so much like that, and it's, it's a little bit like, but who, what ancient civilization put this <laughs> spring here?
0: Oh my god.
2: But it's just, it's gonna kill me, seeing people freak out about, like, such little things as, like, the seagull catching up with Sonic when he's, like, when he picks up in speed, things like that. It doesn't
4: even flap its wings. It doesn't flap its wings once in the entire trailer. It literally just pivots left to right, outruns Sonic, comes from behind him, changes in altitude. It doesn't flap its wings
0: once.
2: This this is why I'm looking forward to Sonic Frontiers.
0: <laughs> I me too. Me too. Well this is well well you 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 basically captured my feelings on it. It, like in its entirety where I'm like it this I want this game to be good because I want to enjoy a Sonic game but I I'm afraid <laughs> that it, I'm afraid it will not be good uh and but at the same time the joy that I'm gonna have of people finding all the wacky shit that's in this game is gonna make for some good ass fucking social media like, social media, say what you will about social media, it's a hellscape, it's a you know, light, take a fucking torch and light a fire to a fire that's already there. It is gonna be beautiful.
1: (laughs) Chris, that was, that was so
0: eloquent. (laughs) When Sonic when Sonic Frontiers comes out it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a good time. I'm, I am also very excited for this game. Um, alright. Uh, uh, and real quick, before we get to the mid I just want to remind everyone that we are currently uh raising money we're not keeping track of it but we we at least want you guys to uh go out and donate to your local abortion fund obviously with everything that was happening uh if you're watching live right now you can use the command exclamation point donate and nightbot will show up with the link to donate to a bunch of abortion funds and organizations uh that will directly help in the effort to help people uh get the medical care that they need uh, specifically, when it comes to uh, getting an abortion, because they should have the fucking right to. Um, and of course, uh, if you do do that and have a uh, a receipt for it, tweet at us at the GameCube, and also tweet at Walsh uh, Animation as well. Um, you can uh, you can also uh, you can send him the receipt. What was it again? And, they, and then you're gonna you'll message them and they'll help you come up with the next midseg.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. You show me the receipt and you'll be my new favorite person and then you are going to <laughs> come up or just pitch to me like w- what mid segment should I should I put them through? And yeah. as long as it's not something like super weird or uncomfortable, I should have no problem with it and then I And then I will uh, you know, I will credit you uh, for the ep- in the episode and I will put them through whatever funny shenanigans you'd like me to do
4: yeah
0: and and if you if you tweet us while we're still recording live uh and you tweet at the game coop i may shout you out in the at the end of the episode uh but for now let's do the mid-seg
2: sure uh oh no i'm a fucking idiot oh no oh <gasps> is this a receipt kelsey
1: you bitches are mine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All
2: right, Kelsey, take it away.
1: <laughs> on the spot. Everybody just start making a bunch of sounds like we've done a few other times. <laughs> and for just on the record, Matt is the composer of this song. Yes, yeah, exactly.
3: Not again.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: not the composer of the song. I'm the composer
3: of the song. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh I I'm writing a season assist idiot because I had it ready and
2: then uh all the shenanigans happened earlier and I'm mm. very sorry Mr. Chris about what happened.
0: Is uh, it do you not have it? Because if we don't, it's okay. We can move forward.
2: Oh, I just need to type it out. Hold on. Uh, Actually, okay. I'll just do the first one real quick. So we are going to do a fun game, and we'll do it here in our own Discord order. Um, okay. I asked you guys, uh, I'm going to send something to you using the ability in Discord where I can spoiler something, where you have to click on it to look at it. And we're going okay. to do a little bit of a game. I think the, 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 the basic kind of word for it would be headbands is the kind of like Hasbro type game, but you are going to get a character and you're not going to know who it is. And it'll be a video game character and then asking us yes or no questions, you will have to figure out who it is.
3: Okay. So we should not for, for the discord thing, we should not click on the spoiler text for the character that we are. Yes. No. So
2: for example, I am sharing this one. It says Matt. And then it has something spoiled underneath it. I added some extra characters so that you cannot base the length of the spoiler off okay. of the name of the character. So okay. uh, don't try. To and be I should too not smart. click on that. So everybody but you can click and look at it. Okay. All right, Matt, are you ready? You have your character. All right.
3: Oh. Only yes or no questions, right? Yes. Okay. Am I a Nintendo character? No. No. Am I a uh, PlayStation character? No, no. <clears throat> am I <laughs> a human character?
4: Yes, yes, yes.
3: Okay, that doesn't narrow it down very much at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I from a platformer game? Yes. Mm-hmm. human from a platformer game that is not nintendo or or playstation am i a fall guy no no
0: (laughs) those Um, things are human
1: i I out of (laughs) their yes no they they have they have a skeleton
3: they do have a skeleton (laughs) most a lot of things have skeletons that are human no but
1: they have a human human skeleton
0: it's just I, don't think bent. That was
1: conf- I don't think that was confirmed
0: no i think that was just not a human <laughs> skeleton
1: no but in the in the in the image that you shared it had a human standing behind it and then the human skeleton was morphed into the shape of the bean i
4: know
3: that, that was sh- a... human for scale
4: yeah
1: oh for scale yeah. yeah all right well that should be made more clear because i've been going around telling everybody i meet
3: <laughs> am i that the beans are human am i hat kid
1: no, you're not. Uh. I just love the idea of Kelsey just <laughs> stopping. Hey all, <laughs> hey, all you people! Hey, all you people! Hey, all you people! Listen to me.
3: Am I am I Shell from Portal? No, no. Okay. Um, Jesus, I do not have the mental bandwidth to
2: figure this out. Well, um, at,
1: maybe ask more like gaming franchise specific questions. Sure. Or, if or it's a like, part of a franchise uh, I don't know if it or, is
2: or, or, or even maybe visually like we're playing our own multiplayer guess who kind of game
3: oh sure all know? right so are, are they are they male presenting
4: yes yes maybe you can um, ask something about like their relative alignment
3: are they a bad guy yes yes okay bad guy
2: I'm a bad guy human.
1: I'm a a snack,
3: <laughs> <sighs> from a platformer, this is, a is it fr- is it on PC?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think a lot of them okay. are now.
3: Is it, is it more Xbox based though? No, no,
0: no. no and it's not no. known for being on PC. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I don't want to throw that off. It's not. They're not yeah. known for being on PC.
2: We could be a little bit more leading in our yeses or no's.
0: I don't know where am I. Are they a
3: character in Smash Bros?
0: No. No, they're not. They're not a playable character. I, don't, I not a playable character. I don't, I don't no. think.
2: Yeah, I, I don't have think. A little think... bit more. No, but uh, the uh, protagonist or the hero is.
0: Mm.
3: Okay. Do I just gotta look up a fucking Smash roster? <laughs> is it? Am I doc? Am I Doctor Eggman? Yes. You yes. are. Yes. Okay. Yay! Right.
1: Wow, that was like a pretty good like swift. <laughs> Turnaround. Thank you. all seemed lost until it wasn't
2: right. I, have, I have now released all of your other identities so <sighs> we will now jump to Kelsey so Kelsey don't look
1: I'm not looking at least at everybody else's though
2: oh oops accidentally oh, whatever. that's not who I meant to give who but whatever
1: that's not you didn't mean to give me who I am yeah but that's fine no it's not fine if I don't know who it is alright you ready do I know oh, yes do I know who this person is Yes,
3: yes. Yes, okay. I have we'll all spelled their name right.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, um, Mario's hard to spell. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mario's hard to spell. <laughs> is it a human character?
0: No. no, no, no.
1: Is it from a game that I have played?
0: Yes. yes, yes. Is it
1: from a game that is a part of a larger franchise? Yes,
0: yes. Is yes. it from
1: Animal Crossing?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Okay, is it a uh, NPC? It would have to yes. be. I don't know why yes. I said that, because literally everything you interact with is <laughs> okay. beyond it's yourself. Okay. It's um, <laughs> is this a character that is new to New Horizon?
3: No.
0: No.
1: Okay. Is this a character who owns a business?
0: No. No. Is no. this a
1: character who is a villager? No. No. Is it a character who serves a specific function in the game? Yes. 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 Is it a character who handles transportation?
0: No. 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 Is
1: it a character who will ask you to do something for them and then give you a gift as a reward?
3: Yes. Uh, uh I don't know. I can think of one instance where that is the case. Is I, it a
2: character I, I, who I, goes I, behind your back and then cheats on you with your
1: boyfriend? Yes. yes. <laughs> um Is it is it a female presenting character? Yes. Yes. Is is this character related to anybody else in the game? Yes. Is it Celeste?
0: No. Okay. No.
1: Is it um, Joan? No. Okay. I think um, you
3: may be thrown off by my earlier answer.
1: Probably. Don't fucking do that.
3: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll is bring this, up the instance.
1: Is this somebody who is who was introduced in any of the later animal crossing games and not involved in the originals. Yes. Yes. Are they new to new leaf? Yes. yes. yes.
0: Is it Isabel? Yes.
1: yes. Okay. Yay.
0: yay! In Isabel
3: in new leaf. Isabel asks you to go get her seashells. And if you do, she gives you a watering can. You're
0: right. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yes. <laughs> I, and also the, the relative of Isabel is Digby from, and yes. Digby, Digby is new leaf exclusive yes. but you could you could amiibo him in i guess no i knew right. that
1: i knew that as well so that helps me come back around so yeah yeah um okay oh, that wasn't oh, too bad I, was, I
2: meant i meant Isabella from Phineas and Ferb but you know it's no problem
1: oh oh that's, that's not a video <laughs> hey, game,
3: Walsh.
2: hey Walsh hey yeah? Yeah, Walsh <laughs> shut up <laughs> all right Chris you ready
0: oh god all right yeah sure all right all
2: right go ahead
1: Also, Uh, I just
2: wanted to say that whole time, Kelsey felt like so mm -hmm. (laughs) laser-focused.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I was doing these little hands on my desk. It looks like I was playing a piano, and I kept tapping them. Like I was tapping into some sort of energy brain source.
2: (laughs) Great deduction You were were actually like connecting strings on the (laughs) cork board I don't
1: fuck around. I'm competitive where there's no competition to be had. So is this
0: a character from a Nintendo franchise? Yes. 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 Okay. Is it from a platformer? Yes. yes.
2: Chris taking size
0: of relief right now. Is it a <laughs> Mario character? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, are they male presenting?
1: Yes. Right. No. No. Yes. No. Wait, they can't be.
2: Uh, Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say that's a, uh, a solid maybe.
1: Okay, so
0: it's not it's not quite sure. It's not Not quite sure. sure, The the, do they have he him pronouns or she her pronouns? She sure. She sure. (laughs) She (laughs) she shall she her on the seashore. Uh, shore.
2: Usually, when seen in character, it is he him pronouns. It is he him. Yeah.
1: That's why I said that, but I this is going to be an argument. Okay, go ahead, Chris. No, it's fine.
0: <laughs> when they when they are present, what? Um, Where are they in the three D Mario games? Yeah. Yes. Are they in Super Mario Odyssey? Yeah.
3: No. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Are, are they, they? Are they? Are, a they? F- are they a yes. frequent character in like the sports and party games? Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. Um Is it an enemy?
2: No. 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 no Not
0: to no. my knowledge. Uh, man. I I, I I feel like I am are are they like are they an NPC usually or can you play as them?
2: NPC Those
0: are two different questions. Oh, or oh, okay. Shit. Are they,
2: <laughs> he almost shook they... me. Thanks, Matt.
0: Sorry, are they are they an NPC? Usually,
1: I think it depends on the game, right? Without it me does. getting too much away, it really depends on the game.
0: Yeah, is it Toad? No, no. no.
1: <sighs> maybe, uh... maybe. Um, focus on like what this person might do or does in the series. Uh, does all Mario? I got all, Mario...
0: these... I got all Go these guess
2: who faces still standing
0: i know all right is it um are they tall no they're short
1: i think that's subjective
0: oh god (laughs) they're average they're uh do do you see their face Yes. yes yeah okay
1: fuck You were gonna ask a question before you got pushed before you went to the faces. You said does Mario something? Because I told you the question about functionality. Does Mario use them in the platforming games? Yes. Yes.
0: Is it Yoshi? Yes. 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 Okay. That is why I pushed you to that question.
3: (laughs) When you asked if he was an enemy, he's an enemy of the state. Because he
0: oh, commits yeah, tax, tax evasion tax evasion yeah yeah, yeah 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 you know
1: what I'm a fucking enemy of the state at this point
0: <laughs> well Kelsey you know would what? pay our taxes no, yeah no 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 one no one I'm go to gonna stop
1: that. paying my taxes okay don't do that
4: according to the gaming coops lawyers Kelsey will continue paying her taxes <laughs> and encourages everyone to do the same until they expat to a better country oh my god
0: all right <laughs> last but not least here
4: oh no. Okay. Um is this from a first party console game?
0: A first no. party console game. I so,
4: don't
3: such as so. a such as a Nintendo game on the Switch. No. No. Okay.
4: Um is this character a villain? Yes. Yeah.
3: We Are... can I I would classify him as a villain. Are yeah. they male
4: presenting? Yes. Yes. Are they human? No. Are they anthropomorphic? Yes. Yes. Okay. (sighs) Have they been in multiple games? Yes. Okay. Are they commonly associated with the game that they're from? Like, are they a key member of the game?
0: I I would say so. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I would say
4: so. Okay. Um, Are they from an action game? (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) Uh. I'll, I'll, I'll say what I'm laughing about. Kinda. 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 Kinda.
4: Are they from a third person game? Yes. Yes. Are they from an indie game? No. No. Third person game. That was such a firm no. <laughs> a third person triple A game. Is it a horror game? No. No. Okay. Is it a puzzle game?
0: No. No. Hmm.
4: Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a shooting game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh uh, a little. Sort of? Not. Okay, so when this person, well, not person, but like this individual Character. debuted, they were not in a shooter. However, I might as well just start giving a little bit of a. Shadow difference. the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> that was enough. Yes, yeah. that was enough. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was laughing. I was just like, is it. <laughs> Is it an action game mm-hmm. well <laughs> and is it is it the shooter? Oh, well, he does have a gun no. in Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. The game. They gave him a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Well thank you. Thank you, Walsh, for this. That was this. really fun. Yeah. Good. Very easy way of going about it. Um alright. Let us keep going now. Uh, we're, we're, we are about, we're 90 minutes into this, so we'll pick up the pace a little bit. Anthony. Thank you, Mr. Turbo K. Round. You're, Anthony, your third game that you're looking forward to. All right. So look, before I say it,
4: before I say it, well, I'm just going to say it. It's Diablo 4, but <laughs> you can't really talk about Diablo 4 without acknowledging the toxic environment at Activision Blizzard. Right And not only that, but Diablo Immortal, which exploits people with gambling addictions and tries to skirt loot box and gambling laws, it's absolutely reprehensible. Um, There are a lot of reasons to not like Activision Blizzard. There are many valid reasons to boycott their games. Um, So it's really... I feel divided on looking forward to this game. Um, So... Just keep that in mind, I guess. Um, A lot of my excitement for it is being tempered by knowing that they're a bad studio, but kind of hoping that there are nonetheless good people there that, you know, being excited for this game and maybe eventually purchasing it will support. So nonetheless, um, Diablo 3 is a game that I have played consistently over the last decade. Um, It's really pretty incredible how much they give you in terms of classes and characters feeling different in terms of the power level and how you can go from you know really struggling to do things to clearing entire maps of enemies and speed running entire levels and the the dopamine rush when you finally find the one item that you're looking for that like triples all of your projectiles for your one specific build. Diablo 3 has been an absolutely electrifying game to play, and it has been so good to return to every once in a while, just to experience it, create a new character, go through the motions again. So Diablo 4, I really am excited for. Um, and they've switched up the classes a bit. They've retired... Some racist tropes, which is really good. Um, Diablo three had a witch doctor and a monk character, um, so I think that retiring those was probably in the best interest of the game. Honestly, um, they especially because it, it wasn't.
1: With... It wasn't even just like they were really on the nose about it.
4: They were really on the nose.
1: Really like on the nose about it.
4: Typical witch doctor stuff, including becoming a chicken. Um.
1: But even, like, the witch doctor's whole demeanor and look and accent, like, it was yeah. really on the nose.
4: Yeah. And the monk, too. It 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 made you feel a little icky, you know, if you liked those characters. And I know that not everybody felt that way. But I think that everybody can probably agree that just putting those to the side is probably for the best. Um, and they've replaced them with some really cool-looking characters, such as the druid whose abilities involve them turning into different animals while they fight. So cool. Um, And the graphics look amazing, the environments, the skills, the skill customizations and the choices that you make. Um, And at the end of the day, Diablo really is a game where it's all about the power fantasy of being able to obliterate a screen full of enemies with like, a combination of skills you know the rush of finding the perfect gear so i'm really looking forward to it um and it's coming out next year so i'm excited to see what else they have to reveal
0: yeah yeah I, it, it's definitely that and overwatch 2 is like kind of like the only thing that activision and blizzard is putting out, and call of duty i guess but um so it's kind of, it's been interesting kind of seeing how those studios have, ha, how they've kind of been in, like, dealing with all the bullshit that they, that rightfully they should be dealing with because it's horrendous, the shit that's coming out of there. But, um, you know, it's it's been interesting, the fact that they've kind of had to take a backseat um, while developing these games and not really putting anything else out so it's gonna be interesting when Diablo the beta comes out probably later this year I think it's I think they said it in um, and then overwatch 2 is the same deal with the beta coming out in October so I don't know man we'll see I, I'm hopeful I'm hopeful it's good and I'm hopeful that the people working on it aren't being treated like garbage and uh, that this is uh, that this game ends up be, that these games end up living up to the hype of what they should be um at this point um anyone else excited for diablo
1: yeah 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 i am because i really enjoyed like it's something that anthony and i associate is a game that we can play collaboratively um because as i as i once again said i'm a shit and a pain in the ass and i uh am really picky about games but i was always i always appreciated playing diablo is one that i can tolerate even if in small doses so i am looking forward to see what they do with this next installment of it um to have like a fresh take
0: yeah absolutely uh moving forward here i'm gonna end my three with little gator game uh this was a game that uh gabe actually sent to the group at at large back in like the fall of last year and i immediately fell in love with it because it has a lot of um like it it definitely like i i never played the game but it, it reminds me a lot of wind waker um, in terms of like the move set, but it also grinds me so much of a shore hike, which is one of my favorite games ever, man. I love that game. Um, and essentially, um, little gator game is a is. You are a little gator, and you go to this uh, area with your big sis who, uh, when you were children, uh, you play games together all the time, uh, but ultimately she's gotten busy, um, and she's, I think, I believe the, the canonical thing says that she's, like, working on her, like, she's working in college or working on some something that, like, is keeping her away from playing. So you and your friends decide to set up a... A imaginary game uh, that you and the sis could play, um, and it's just this really wholesome game of you running around, like taking down these cardboard enemies, uh, and like little confetti comes out of them. Uh, they're they're not—they don't even move. They're just—they're literally cardboard standees. <laughs> like it's not really combat in the game. Uh, the game has a lot of elements of. you you jump around you could slide down using a shield that you picked up you can climb up things and then you can glide using um i i think it's i think it's like your hat is the thing that you use i forget what the actual specific thing that you uh use to run around to to glide around but it's just this super wholesome game and i just cannot wait to experience it in its whole i think it, it Based off of its environment, it seems like it's going to be a really cool fall game. Um, and I think that, like, I, it would make sense if it releases around there. It does not have a solid release date. All these games I'm super excited for do not have solid release dates. And it's killing me inside. But it's okay. Um, I uh, No, it, it's fine. It, 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 they, have, they did say 2022 for this game. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. The dialogue reminds me a lot of Frog Detective as well as A Short Hike of just like silly banter between the characters and it's all just it, it just i don't know it gives it gives me those warm and fuzzies inside that i love in, in video games um and so yeah that's that's my little little gator game rant uh kelsey with a little to the left
1: yes so i am so excited for this game and it, it again is similar to bear and breakfast it feels like it's going to be one of those comfort games i think i don't remember exactly when they said that it was coming out but relatively soon, from what I can recall, unless I'm not remembering correctly. But um, I want to be best friends with this team. This team is Max Inferno, and just from the trailer alone, I just think that they seem like the most chill, cozy people. I love their home and their aesthetic. Um, and I love their cat Rookie, who is in the uh trailer pre- predominantly featured. And something that so the game the game itself is just feels like an extension of them based off of the trailer. And maybe I'm making this like way too personal, but they quite literally say in the trailer that they use their home and their cat and the things lying about and their own habits as people to inform and inspire this game. So a little to the left essentially functions where you are, um it's a it's a very relaxed puzzle game where you essentially are just sorting and stacking different objects in the home and tidying up the home um it's presented in a puzzle format the goal is to arrange things in a specific way to get the answer but there can be multiple solutions per puzzle um and the art style is just like gorgeous and comforting but my favorite thing that they did was in the trailer oh in in the gameplay there's a cat on the outskirts of it where, like, you'll be doing a puzzle and all of a sudden a cat's tail sweeps across the screen and kind of jumbles up what you've already been doing. So it creates a just an extra layer of difficulty as you move through the game. And it happens, it, it seems to me that it happens at random. I don't know if it would happen on the same puzzle every time, but it seems to be that it's a random event type of mechanic from what I can tell. Um, but I just love... If you are a cat owner and a cat lover, you know that you can't do things like that without them getting involved in some way. That they are not the antisocial creatures that people think they are. They are right in the middle of everything. So I think that it's a very true and honest depiction of what they're trying to put through. But something that I just absolutely loved was in the trailer... The trailer is that you essentially walk up to their front door and it acts as if you, you click on it and then they welcome you into their home and they tell you about the game and they show some of the gameplay. But they tell you that Rookie inspired the cat that's in the game and they're like, Rookie must be around here somewhere. And they put a camera on Rookie in order for Rookie to like come into the shot and have a picture, visual of them in the trailer. It's just so, it's very entertaining. It's worth watching. But my favorite part that I didn't catch the first couple times I watched it and just before we actually came on tonight Was that in the trailer when they call Rookie in and then they're talking to Rookie for at least just a handful of seconds at a few different points in the trailer, they are babbling absolute nonsense at the cat as a way of communicating with the cat. And my only way, the only interpretation I have is that they did that for the trailer for the film because obviously the cat wouldn't know human English. So anything that the people are (laughs) saying to the cat is going to sound like a foreign language and therefore what they actually were speaking to the cat in the trailer. And I don't know, that just tickled me on a level that I was like, I enjoy these humans, these humans (laughs) are my people, and I want to support literally everything that they do. So I'm going to buy and play the shit out of this game, because I'm just very much looking forward to a cozy, cleaning, just relaxed, fun game. That another mechanic that they had shared in the trailers too, is that like, there will be daily puzzles which will Mm -hmm. be always different. Everything's always going to be different. They've built in so many variations and random options into everything that it's like a game that will just forever keep on giving. Um, And I think that that's incredible to have the foresight of longevity in the product that you're putting out, I think is great. So I'm looking forward to it. And I hope that they have a lot of success so that Rookie can have all of the cat treats.
0: Yeah, I I I've been very excited for this game for probably a year now. I think that they that this was initially announced during last year's Wholesome Direct, um, and yeah, it's it I, I've played the demo I think at least once, um, and it is a delight. I I, I can't wait to experience it. I haven't had I haven't had many run ins with Rookie, uh, in, in the I I have I I only in in the demo i think rookie only comes in at the end
1: i don't um, know if the but... cat in the actual thing is named rookie or not i i i'd like
0: to think it is though it has right, the fine. same color color palette uh,
1: of of, of the of, of irl
0: rookie of irl rookie yeah. okay all right that's fair but i um no yeah i, I i'm super looking forward to it I, I, especially daily puzzles like i i got obsessed with what the golf and how they did like daily golf challenges, and they've been doing those in various different ways for at least the last two years. Um, so I love that kind of shit, and I feel like if a little game game does the same thing, I, yeah, I'm super duper into it. Um, I yeah, I'm I, I'm I am also very very excited for this game, hoping it hits. Um, yeah. Next up is Matt with your last game. You're a
3: kid now, you're a squid now, you're a quid, you're a squid, you're a squid. Yeah. Uh Splatoon 3. <laughs> I fucking love Splatoon, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's a great series. A lot of a uh, lot of fun should be had the couple times that's come out. Uh uh, uh split, the first Splatoon I bought after getting hired for my first ever job that summer. So I have very fond memories of like getting in for that um it's just it's just a an addicting as hell game it's one of the best like nintendo world building out there it's just a great time and i love that uh this uh this game is going to pick up um the interesting thing that has happened is at the end of every splatoon game uh the like the final Splatfest that's like usually comes a, a year or two after the the game comes out um Whatever the result of the that Splatfest is influences the plot of the next game. So in Splatoon 1, it was Callie versus Marie. It was like, which, which character do you like better? And Marie won. So Marie was like the, the the main character guiding you in the single player in Splatoon 2 instead of Callie. At the end of Splatoon 2, it was Order versus Chaos. Of course, I was on Team Chaos. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, just look at look at our name. Um, yeah. Uh. So, uh, Team Chaos ended up winning. Um. So we're getting like a like a post-apocalyptic Mad Max type vibe for Splatoon Three with some uh cool like new weapon ideas. I'm really excited for the bow weapon. Mm. That looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I have a soft spot for bows after. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and being a bard and all that stuff. Um, so I think that's going to be a ton of fun. Um, just looking forward to some some good times in Splatoon Three. I wish it was coming out more towards the summer, so I would have uh, some more time to play it. Um, but it's going to come out in the fall, where I will be at work again. You but
0: some good weekends ahead, you
3: know. Yeah, I'll have some weekends. I'll have I'll have a fun time with it. Still, I just I fucking love Splatoon. It is. Just to like when the when it's like in the thick of it and like when the game comes out, I can just spend like a couple hours just going like, alright, I'm gonna play play Turforce for a bit. Mm-hmm. Can have a ton of fun of that of just like covering ground with ink and that's it. But it's so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I I've so tune has had two single player campaigns that I've definitely loved. And I really hope Splatoon 3 is like the culmination of that in a strong way. I know so many people talk about how Octopath, Octopath, is it? What is, is it the, is it just the Octo, Octo Expansion?
3: Oc- Octo Expansion.
0: Okay. I, I keep on wanting to say Octopath Traveler Expansion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> say whatever. Um, But yes, the Octo Expansion, everyone raves about that in terms of, especially for like its story elements. Um, and just the up to difficulty for that but i i i love i love the first two campaigns and i really am looking forward to that and I, i'm looking for I, i'll definitely try out the multiplayer with friends i hope that it ends up being that uh you can stay on the same team like <laughs> is that that would be ideal. oh yeah uh if, and if,
3: if not it's only it's only three minutes
0: yeah i, I yeah. also they also have the uh the pve mode the, the salmon yeah. run Um, thing going on as well so yeah a lot lot, lot of cool stuff with splatoon man it's such a it's i i can't wait for nintendo to do more new ips because i i don't get me wrong i'm a big fan of a lot of their old ips as well but uh i i think i splatoon is definitely one of those like the newer one a newer franchise that has definitely captured the hearts of many 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 people and yep I would love to see them try to find other new and creative ways to introduce new new, new properties and new heroes to uh, the, their, their world, the Nintendo world. Uh, but yeah, super excited for Splatoon as well. Um, all right, and finally, Walsh, what is your last anticipated game?
2: It's weird because I think this is, you know, for a second time, I'm waiting for like a different version of a game that already exists. Okay. But I am looking forward to the game Inscription, and mm. having it on Mac because I don't have a PC. But the yeah. so I guess I'm cheating a little bit here. But the game Inscription just looks so so interesting. I've watched a playthrough of it, and uh, it still completely captivates me. Cap- Ooh, it still completely captivates me, and I want to check it out. Uh, not yeah. only is it this like puzzle card game, but I want to be able to play it and explore that world and just check out everything that's going on with it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen anything about it, maybe when it first came out originally a while back, but just the yeah the visuals of it, the ways that it changes visually, that it doesn't even show in the trailer, um, and just the ways that it keeps you on your toes and forces you to continue to play it over and over again in different ways and then it changes the game. Uh very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I actually played the demo for it, um, because it was big in like the game of the year conversations last year. Um I I never got hooked into it. Um card games just generally aren't my vibe and I know I know that you all just spent a week watching me play Neon White, which I don't I don't think is a card game. It's very different, but, um, I, I think with Inscription, it is, it's just so, um, I, I love, I love a game, Kelsey mentioned this earlier too, like, games that take new ideas and just play with them and, and, and just throw new things at at you in that way, like, it's just, it, it's so magical when that shit happens, and this developer, I forget what his name was, um.
4: Daniel but, Mullins,
0: yeah, Daniel Mullins. He, he's done a lot of this kind of creative stuff in the past as well. I think Pony Express is one of his games. The Hex is another one of his games. Like, uh-huh. uh, he's he's just known for being very experimental in in his games. And this one, his was his like magnum opus uh, of just uh, just pure excellence. And I I totally respect it. I don't know if I'll ever play it myself, but I know it is a just a magical experience for people who really love those like strategy um, you know puzzle puzzler type games that uh, and card based games obviously Um, and ones that are a little bit mysterious and a little spoopy it's good It's, it's good shit it's
2: funny because I don't think I would have thought of myself as somebody who enjoys card games but I think that was because when it's physical I always felt very much that it's very much like a cash grab kind of thing whether Mm. it was something like from our childhood like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon, or something um, maybe a bit more mainstream or adult like Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, But when you're playing something uh, online and maybe you are using your in-game money, and of course games are going to be like, ooh, maybe if it's an app or something, like, ooh, spend your real-life money, and, and I will never... Never, unless I need to. But never. <laughs> and uh, I find those so much more fun because, of course, now I'm not... Of course, there is something completely different about maybe holding a physical card in your hand. But right. having cards you know, that uh, play and move and attack and do things on their own. And then Inscription takes it to a whole different place where not only is does it seem like each level is a challenge... Um, but not only are you playing in the game, but then like you are able to get up from the table that you are playing at and look around the room and try to figure out exactly where you are, what is going on, what is going on in this world that you are trapped in, and just what you know, just what is even happening.
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. just it's it...
2: even even after knowing a lot of you know secrets and twists i all o- i still want to play it
0: yeah i I'm, I'm surprised that it's not on the switch yet like that would, i feel like again like talking about indie games on that platform i feel like that's that's a great that would be a great system to have that on so hopefully hopefully we'll see we'll see that end up coming to more platforms soon it, it, it seems like they they did add like a dlc to it like soon after it released and i'd imagine that there's going to be more to it to that game in the future um yeah super Cool stuff. Um, all right, real quick. Uh, just spout off some honorable mentions. Uh, Anthony, if you want to start.
4: Lightning round. Real, um, like,
0: real lightning, because we're <laughs> at, like the two-hour mark.
4: <laughs> Lightyear, Frontier, Stardew Valley, but you're pl- piloting mechs. Untitled mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild sequel. They have provided nothing for people to get excited about yet, but everybody is <laughs> excited nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And uh, Payday 3, because heists are awesome.
0: Yes, I, I would I want to play payday three with you. I'll I'll play payday two with you at some point. Hell yeah. Um, I, I I have Goat Simulator three. I think that was a fantastic reveal during Summer Game Fest. Uh, I cannot wait. That was the I very much enjoyed the first Goat Simulator. Uh, Little Kitty Big City basically Until Goose Game, but cat. Super excited for that. Um, and Stray. Speaking of cat, uh, that's coming out next month. I cannot wait. Looks like it's gonna be a real good time. I hope nothing bad happens to the cat. Um, wow, Kelsey.
1: Uh oh, how do I follow that? Um Planet <laughs> Planet of Lana. Lana, Lana. That looks beautiful. I'm not really into platformers. I'm gonna give it a try. Um, but it just looks so gorgeous and the beautiful. The like absolutely stunning. And then the environment and what they're alluding to with the plot line um is is trendy. I feel like there's a lot of uh, you know, echoing our own existential dread regarding the environment and things to come. I think there's a lot of things about like a world abandon or a species that has died and then reclaiming that uh to an extent that seems to be where there might be leaning a little bit with planet of lana um but i'm not entirely sure but i i don't know that just looks like it's gonna be really good and then my only other honorable mention is something that i have not really seen a lot of places but i found on my own research it's called gerda a flame in winter the styling of this game looks like it is gorgeous and lends itself to like watercolor Mm. um art um but it is essentially the story of your following gerda who's a young girl both of these are um i'm i'm excited about because they are young female protagonist-led storylines which i think we need more and more um in in what we're doing in the gaming sphere but the art style looks fucking incredible Um, But the description is quite literally walk the path of Gerda as her quiet life is turned upside down during the world war II occupation of her small Danish village. How far would you go to protect your loved ones? Um, Seems a little heavy, just a little bit. And so, (laughs) but I, I love games. First of all, I love things that touch on these ever important stories and lessons that history can teach us. But also I think that it looks like a lot of souls being brought into it. And I, uh play i foremost play games for the stories that they tell and the narratives that they bring to life so i am so looking forward to seeing what this uh what this gives us and it is currently set to come out september 1st of this year so looking forward to it
0: so this is the first uh published game by dotnod which is the original developers of the life is strange games um so very interesting to see how that all ends up playing out yeah um and real quick shout out to mega wobble they are the developers of little gear game i just forgot to mention them earlier um and yeah matt and walsh did not have any honorable mentions Uh, Uh, i want to point
3: out one uh two-point campus um, uh which i talked about last year and hasn't come out yet but it'll come it'll come out august like august so i'm excited to play that
0: yeah me too i'm looking forward to that anything else oh
2: yeah anything else
3: no, that's it for me.
2: Okay, I I wanted to mention it. It uh, while well, technically it has come out, it came out very recently. I'm very excited to play The Quarry, which is by the same people who made Until Dawn. And uh, I am also very excited for upcoming Mario Kart DLC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, anyway, oh,
0: <laughs> I cannot wait. Um. Yeah. Uh. And that. Is going to do it for us for this episode again. uh, If and and this will go. I, I, we're gonna keep on posting the donation link in our in our descriptions for all the podcasts, or at least for the ones that I I run. I can send it to you, Walsh and Matt, if you guys want to put sure. it in your descriptions. Um, but um, I, uh, we'll we'll keep on po- keeping sharing it so that way you guys can, if you do end up having the means to donate to your local abortion fund or to any abortion fund that's being, especially being affected by, uh, the shittiness in our country, um. Yeah, you know you can donate to that um and of course uh if you do want to share if you still want to share your receipt and tweet at us at the game and at the walsh animation you could do that we could definitely shout you out in the next episode um but and like i said you too oh, yeah. you send you
2: send me you know a screenshot of your receipt and i will give you the power to torture these individuals
0: yeah and um next episode i i i noted it uh after we finished the last episode uh in in our discord and i'm just gonna we'll stick stay by it unless we think of a better theme bizarre games what is the whack weird fucking game that you've played in your life that you're like what the fuck is happening in this Mm -hmm. video game that is the theme to net to july uh in our july coop so, there you go. Guys, thank you all so much. If you're watching live, thank you so much for tuning into this. I really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, and, again, if you're listening on your podcast services or on YouTube, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Game on. The Gaming Coop is brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Follow us on Twitter at the TheGamingCoop or follow our other work at Team Chaos Pods.